so filthy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is filthy. <coughs> How bad do you need to sell mattresses? Bad enough to sell t-shirts. I'm pretty sure they're selling t-shirts with the Twin Towers going down too. In the back. Onto a, a bunch of mattress pillows yeah. and everything. <laughs> and blankets. You can get the... Come the du- to perfect you mattress. Can get, you can get the duvet cover with it for free. Yeah, man. It's just a big pillow of a plane climbing <laughs> to build it. So... That is the 9-11 horrible commercial. What was it? Perfect? What's it called? Perfect mattress? No. Miracle mattress. Miracle mattresses. Yeah. All right. So they put out a commercial with that audio you just heard. But what you didn't see is there were two people behind this big lady. Mm-hmm. And at the end, she puts her hands up and they fall back. Into, into the this, mattresses. Yeah. There's like a, two stacks of mattresses and they knock them all down. <laughs> And she starts screaming, and then she looks at the camera and says, we'll never forget. (laughs) But on top of that, the two guys look like they're Muslim or from a different country. Well, they were brown. I don't know know how they were affiliated, but they were brown, yes. What if it is a Muslim-owned company? Oh, man. That would not be smart. That would not be smart. I can see why they shut down the business because of that. Bro, there is no way a Muslim company in America would do that. They they already get enough heat as it is. They don't want to like turn the turn the broilers up you on think? them. Yeah, man. Oh, they want to okay. lay low <laughs> and just go about their business. The majority, I'll say. The majority of the Muslims live in Detroit. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a big population of them. Yeah, because all the the housing and shit went away. That's Nobody where your in, so. that's where your little pinko cousin went, right? Yeah, nephew. Mm-hmm. To go uh, protest, but but yeah, since 
Detroit's so run down and all the people have moved out, like they they've gone into those buildings. So they just set up. Yeah, set up shop. Okay. No, no, they're not even paying. They're just squatting in them. What? Yeah. I don't know about that. Deer, I know Deer Park is a big Muslim community. I it's think. Squatting. Yeah. Deer Park, right. Michigan, Muslim. Yeah, there's one city that's all Muslim, and they they they've enacted Shi'ar law or whatever. Shi'ar. Yeah. Shi'ar. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Sharia. Sharia, whatever Shi'ar, Sharia. Anyway, they've enacted it law into like effect. <laughs> Shi'ar, isn't that the 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 people, the aliens in X Men? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bird people. <laughs> I guess they're pretty close to them, right? Oh man. Would the gladiator be Muslim? <laughs> no, he would. He's, he's from a different world. Why would he be Muslim? Yeah, if he was real. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? If he was, he'd be super devoted. I know that. Yeah, he would be. With that big mohawk? That big blue mohawk? <sighs> what episode is it, bro? It's episode 25. <laughs> Sticker with Stucky. I'm Tim. Chris. And bro, how do you do that? Like, what? I don't, oh, I don't care how long it's you, been. You what you forgot? What the first song? Dang it! Yeah. Oh, it's uh, I want to be your dog by the Stooges. You're so unprofessional. It's horrible. <laughs> bro, how do you? I know it's been a long time since nine eleven, but how do you think that's a good? How do you think that's a good idea? How do you think that's a good idea? It's fifteen years ago. Yeah, but I guess they've forgotten. No, she said they'll never forget. They remembered enough to do a parody of it. But, if you went there, you could get a King Mattress for a twin price. Yeah, you know there's somebody that was like, this rubs me the wrong way. But I'm, I'm going to go get that I really King need, Mattress. I really need a new mattress. I need the Serta mattress. I got, I got bad back. They get, they get you on the box springs. They're going to charge you full price on the uh, box springs. See, and there's give always the a twin, catch. They'll give you the twin mattress price for the actual. wonder if they give you the California King. They said Kings. They didn't say California. They didn't say California King. Because if you're going to go with a King, you better get California. I wonder if the memory foam is the same. If, it, if they throw that in there. I don't know. I'm not going to go to that mattress store anyway. Yeah, you said they got shut down, right? Yeah. I wouldn't go to them anyway. As much as I think that's deplorable and awful that you would do that. Because I, myself, am going to go to Sotba mattress one day. What was it called? Sotba. Sotba. Oh, yeah, that's the one you were talking about. I still never looked those up. You should. Are they really good? That's what I hear. I've read testimonials online. People say they sleep like like a wildebeest in the water. <laughs> Not even giving a fuck about a crocodile. They just go in the water and sleep. I don't know if that's true. I don't know enough about wildebeest. Well, they are in uh, the Serengeti. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just don't know how you would think that was a good idea. How did that even get through post-production? How did they pitch that? The manager was probably like, this will be a good setting point. Twin prices. See, now you already, you already made him a Muslim. <laughs> so it's the twin prices. The twin towers. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. 
Oh man, I I don't even know how they. That's that's got to be the that's, people who that is there. the that's I, I have it. That's that's what they did. What the twin towers? Their twin prices on all their mattresses. Yeah, that's the thing. You didn't get that. Everything is twin. It's a twin bed price for <laughs> a queen mattress. Twin bed price for a king mattress. Yeah, so and they're using nine eleven as their backdrop. It is a good price. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> I, I think my guy sounds more Hungarian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh what of his other business? Oh, Benghazi burgers. <laughs> <laughs> no. Al Qaeda. Taqueria. Alamode. <laughs> <laughs> Come in for Al Qaeda, a la mode. You think? Yeah. I go there. It's called the flavor's called Death to America. I'll take it. Red, white, and blue. I'll I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> so what else has been new? Uh, Alan Moore retired from comics. That's sad. Sad day in the comics world. Is it though? I like him. When's the last time he put out anything that was really good? It doesn't matter. I'm just asking. He's a great. He's a legend. Is he, though? Yeah, he is. Those two Swamp Thing books up there tell the truth. Let's see what else. The Watchmen. I never really liked Alan Moore. Why, because he was crazy looking? No, I don't care about that. He's like the Charles Manson of comic book writing. Yeah, you don't. that's not a good comparison. <laughs> huh? You don't want to be the Charles Manson of anything. Don't worry, he's the Charles Manson of babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> like Grant Morrison's weird. Yeah, I don't really like a lot of his stuff either. It always goes sideways. It starts out good, and then by the end of it, you're like, "How did this? How did you screw this up?" I, I think I know. I, I think I know what your problem is with it. What? Are you ready? I mean, I can tell you, but go ahead and guess. They're not from America, and they're writing American comics. Uh, no, I like I like. So the, I, don't, I don't see how they can relate. It's like if if we tried to write a Constantine story, we don't know anything about about the UK or London or. But I like uh I like manga and anime. That's written uh, by Japanese people and yeah, Japanese culture. That's not real comic books. What do you mean? Uh, manga's not. How is it not a real comic book? I'm sorry for all you manga fans. That shit ain't real. But how? It ain't worth it. Yeah, I, I know. I, I get that you don't like it. How is it not like it? What di what differenti uh, differentiates it from comic books? What differentiates You have to read it backwards <laughs> and forwards. <laughs> no, you just read it from right to left. No. I mean, yeah, from right to you left. You gotta flip the book over and then start again. Yeah, you start at the end. This is bullshit. <laughs> and then they, they put those over-exaggerated eyes in there and the, the, the fuck... Yeah, man, they made their own style. I don't care. But it's still kind of like a comic book. Nope. Still got the panels. Nope. Still got the pencils nope. and the inkers and all that stuff. I don't care about them. Manga sucks. Pure and real. <clears throat> Here's my thing about Alan Moore. You can have it. I'll, I'll take it. Keep reading it. Yeah, I'm going to. And it's like $20 for that little bitty square flip book. <laughs> Here's my thing about okay. Alan Moore. They did send me an Attack on Titan book. 
through Loot Crate one time, and I tried to read it. I was like, what is this shit? I gotta flip this book over. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't do that. It's a good. It's good, man. Nope. You didn't read it, did you? No, I didn't. So how do you know if it's bad or not? You know why? Why? Because I had to flip the book over to read the other <laughs> side. They have some mangas that are uh, Americanized. Like what? Trigun? No, that's that's legit manga. I'm sure they got them. If, if they made a Gundam Wing series, I'd probably read it. I'd rather just watch that. <laughs> that looks cool. I'd rather see that animated. But I did like the the video game, the one that they did Gundam Wing, but it was like the samurai. Wait, isn't Scott Pilgrim a manga? Yeah, I didn't care for that movie. Oh, I'm talking about the book. Did you ever read it? Yeah, the movie I didn't care for either. You didn't like it? No. I thought it was pretty cool. <clears throat> if I was going to read anything independent, I'd probably read that I Feel Sick book or the Johnny... What's I Feel Sick? Uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I'd read those books. What's I Feel Sick? I also bet this like little bitty like goth girl that's like death. And then they'd made another book called Death Junior. That was really good. Kinda like uh Neil Gaiman's Sandman. No fuck that. That that wasn't Sandman. She was the girl. She was Death though, right? Yeah. But that wasn't Sandman. I like my Sandman to have like the gas mask, like the JSA Sandman. <laughs> you didn't like Neil Gaiman uh Neil Gaiman stuff? The only thing I liked about Neil Gaiman was 1602. Yeah, that's the one I didn't care for. I didn't like that. You didn't like that one? Mm. 1602 was a good book. It was alright. Way better than that Sandman shit. <laughs> Sandman was great, though. No. And so was the... Uh... He made Sandman all, like, emo-y. So? I didn't like that. That's not my Sandman. I want my Sandman with a gas mask. Just fucking people up. He messed some people up in that. No, no, yeah. No. I hope I hope he hung out. He hung out with William Shakespeare <laughs> and everything. Let me tell you that again. Yeah, I like Neil Gaiman way more than I like Alan Moore. Really? So much more. I like Mark Miller. Is it Millar or Miller? Uh, yeah, I think it's Millar. Millar. No, <laughs> I just wanted to be. I just wanted to go against. It. <laughs> I like Mark Millar better than. He hits. He's hit and miss for me. Than Ed Burbaker. No, I like I like Burbaker way better than him. You think? Yeah, bro. He's way more consistent. Even though he killed Cap off. Don't care. He brought, they brought him back. Of course, they were gonna bring him. They back. brought him back in the Cosmic Cube or whatever. Yeah, great. Like his whole Iron Fist run, great. Well, I like that. that. I like the guy that that wrote that that Black Panther series and then coming out like in two thousand three. He was like running BET and then writing Black Panther at the same time. I, I don't know. I don't oh, know his name. Oh man, Huddleston. Is Maybe his name. That's a good. That was a good run. I read it all the way to. Yeah, but Burbreaker is like consistently great. Like even his uh, even his Wildstorm stuff, or like his like independent stuff is really good. That you Incognito. Who? Frank Miller. No, don't talk about <laughs> Frank Miller like that. He's a legend. Overrated. Nope, legend. So overrated. Legend. No, you know who the worst is? I'll take Mark Wade over him any day of the week, man. I'll tell you who's the worst. Who? I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, I'm waiting. Are you ready? Yes, tell me. 
can't tell you. <laughs> you don't know, do yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I know. Then tell me. The guy that wrote the Ultimate Spider-Man run. Bendis? Yeah. <laughs> what? I hate Brian Michael Bendis. I think I think the problem with him is, bro, that Powers that Powers book was so great though. The guy that drew it was even better. That um um I can't ever say his name. But he. I, bro, you can't crap on Bendez. Bendez is great. He didn't man. do a good job with Spider-Man. That whole freaking run was cool, man. Why did he? Do, he did the, the clones. Oh, it was crappy. It was he was trying something new. Ugh. I'll, I'll grant it. That's not one of his best. Anytime, runs. anytime he touched. That's like not a, one of his best runs. Anytime Bendez touched like a a series, it 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 flopped. What are you talking about? He did that. He did the Spider-Man one for like almost. What was it, like I'm talking about like, like two hundred. No, I'm talking issues. about like, like, like the series, like the ten part series of like. Oh, what the fuck was it? Ultimatum? Did he write? Did he write that? No, that was Jeff Loeb. That was Jeff he screwed Loeb. it all up. Screw you, Jeff Loeb. Which one did he write? He wrote a series. Civil War. Did no, that War? was Mark Millar. That's Mark Millar. Okay. This is how much I've lost track. <laughs> See, you don't even know. You don't even know why you don't like him. I just don't like Brian Michael. Bendis. You can go to hell, <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis. I do like David Finch, the artist. Yeah, that dude kills it. Oh yeah, that ultimatum. It looked great. It was just a terrible story. Yeah. You know the one that was really freaking good. Who was right? Who wrote that Moon Knight series that I love so much from the bottom? The one that where Finch drew it. Yeah. I don't know. I can look it up. Look it up. That was a great run, even though if you don't like Moon Knight. Yeah, I could actually read that one because the Finch's art was so good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this was is... Frenchy. This looks great. Oh, man, it was really good. Moon Knight. What's the run called? The Bottom. The Bottom. Let's get it. Charles Houston? Huston? Yeah, Huston. That's the guy that, was, that, that wrote... Uh, The Black Panther run. Oh, he is. Yeah, but you wouldn't. You probably wouldn't read it because it had a uh, John Romita Jr. Yeah, I don't like that it. I don't like that guy at all. Yep. Is that him? Harvard Law School. Mm-hmm. That can't be him. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, he's the one that wrote this. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was running BET also. He was the dean. Dang. I'll take uh, that Straninsky guy over Alan Moore, Frank Miller, all these big <laughs> Grant Morrison. Really? Yeah, bro. I'll take that guy over all those dudes. That guy is great. Mm-mm. He did do a good job on that Fantastic Four run. Yeah. And he did the Ultimate Fantastic Four. For and he a while did the Spider Man for a long time. Ultimate Fantastic Four when he when he when he brought in the Marvel Zombies. No, that's Mark Millar. That was Mark Millar. Yeah, he did the run where the the beginning. Greg of Horn it. was doing the covers though, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was him and Hitch, I think. I think mm-hmm. they were back at it. And then Greg Land stepped in for for him to do the, the fright. Oh, yeah. yeah. You remember when I met Greg Land and I got him to sign all the books? <laughs> yeah, man. You were, people always said he was a jerk off, but he signed. You had a whole like. Armful of no, stuff. And no, you remember, it. <laughs> you remember Texieri 
And I had that stack. Oh, I had that. I had that stack of all moon that Knights. Ghost Riders and Moon Knight and stuff. And he was like sitting there drawing like Moon Knight faces into the cover. Yeah, you had so much. He started getting bored and started like <laughs> doodling in his name. <laughs> you draw like a ghost, a ghost rider. You would do his signature with a picture of a ghost rider. <laughs> oh, you talking about uh, Greg Land? I know he gets a lot of crap, but he did the one with the. Was it the ultimate power where the yeah. supreme power oh, man, people came good. in yeah, to the yeah, ultimate? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I like that, was, that. that was a good book too. That was such a freaking good run. I like the original Su- Brian Su- Michael Bendis. Squadron Supreme. He wrote on that. I like the original Squadron Supreme book. All right, so here's my beef with Alan Moore. He may not, he may not be bad, but look, all right, I'll, I'll, he whines a lot about his movies, like when they get made in the movies. I don't care about that. I, I think if you're gonna screw with some guy's work. Then I think he has a right to take a couple jabs at you. Yeah. I don't I don't mind that. My thing is when I came up, right, and I started reading comics. Mm-hmm. Him, Frank Miller, these were like the guys who like set the standard. Peter David. They like set the standard. Well, I mean they like changed the whole way. Like after Frank Miller it started getting all gritty and raw and all this mm-hmm. stuff. After Alan Moore it started getting like making these superheroes not like gods but kind of like flawed characters yeah. or whatever i mean they sort of had that going on but he kind of like showed you can make a lot of money doing it come to think of it i did like neil gaiman's the immortals yeah bro. i thought that was a good run and that american gods book is pretty good too i just don't like sandman that's fine I don't like the Watchmen. Are you serious? <laughs> I thought it was boring. I, th- I thought it sucked. Was it too much political shit in it? No, man. I just thought it was boring. It was super boring. And that, I know that guy can draw really good. It just felt like somebody had him on a leash. Like, make this as boring as possible. <laughs> make these images as boring as possible. I don't know. Like, his stuff is like... He's like way up his own butt, man. I, it just feels like he gets high off himself. Anyways, like Grant Morrison gets all psychedelic on his shit. Like he, like he can do no wrong, and like everybody else is not on his level. That's what I feel like when I every time I hear him talk. He does have his own opinion about stuff. Well, I don't mind you have an opinion, but if all right, I mean he's a douchebag. He's a yeah, douchebag. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. mean I gotta like him. Just because he's the, oh, Godfather, oh, Ellen Moore, blow me. So harsh. So, oh, all right. So, when I was coming up, he, he set the standard, right? Yeah, him and Frank Miller. And then everybody who came up, he influenced them. Well, I guess, in all reality, who really set the standard would be, you know, like, Stanley. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, Stan Lee and the Jack Kirby's and all those guys, they Joe said... Joe Schuster and yeah, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, They ushered in, what was it, the Silver Age? Mm-hmm. And then you have, what, bronze or... I don't know, bronze no, and silver and gold. Gold and silver. Yeah. Bronze. Yeah, okay. And when Alan Moore came in Alan right at the Moore tail come end... In, no, I, th- I think Alan Moore came in like, the Silver Age. Yeah? That's right, because he did the Superman stuff. Mm-hmm. The whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow and all that stuff. Yeah, he started like because like Neil changing things Adams up. was that was in the golden like the end of the golden age, right? And he made the silver age better. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Writers and stuff. Like when it first came out, it was very, you know, it was very cartoon comic. Nobody really expected anything from it. They never expected like deep, compelling stories. Except Stan Lee was the only one doing that. He was making his stories. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why he set the standard because he tried to take it from. This is just a comic book. To no, this is actually. But a that's piece always been my problem literature. with DC. DC Comics, like they always made their heroes overabundant and big. Right. Like they can never do bad. Mm-hmm. Whereas Marvel, all of them were either monsters or something that happened to them that was tragic. Yeah, they always had. They had like a realistic heel. deal. Yeah. yeah. That you could ground yourself into liking them. Yeah, like uh, the Hulk. He just wants to like be a Luke real Cage. Guy being put in prison and then the only way he's going to get out of prison is we're going to put him in this experiment Spider-Man just wants to Mm -hmm. yeah nothing ever goes his way and by the way in that trailer for Luke Cage when they when you show him in the experiment scene and he has the tiara yeah they got that little thing over his head yeah and the bracelets yeah dude I can't wait (laughs) it does look good I wish he had the yellow shirt on though he might bro canary yellow well, let me give me one thing about Alan Moore. Okay. Okay. I keep taking us Yeah, away. you keep... <laughs> just, let me, just let me say this. All right. So he set the standard, just like in music. Someone sets the standard, and then the people that are coming up are influenced by them, and then they switch it up, and mm-hmm. then it changes. You got the rockabilly, and the classic rock, mm-hmm. and the uh, psychedelic, and then 80s, and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Just like that. If you go back and you listen to that music, sometimes it doesn't correlate well to you because you already have uh, you already have these people who not only mastered what these people were doing back then, mm-hmm. but they've <clears throat> switched it up and changed into something else. So when I read The Watchmen, after all these years, I've already had all these different writers who came up under this guy yeah. do not only what he's done... But, like, had the ability to do it so much more deeper and involved mm-hmm. and, like, really get into under your skin kind of thing. And almost, you know, do it better. Okay. <laughs> so, I can't fully appreciate him. Because you've already seen better people do their work. Yeah. I will I will acknowledge that he was a touchstone. And he, he the only reason they have these stories that I love so much is because this guy did his thing. Okay. But when I go back and read his stuff, I've already seen it. I've already seen it done better. So. <laughs> so. So it doesn't. It doesn't make me go. Oh, this is so amazing. But but you go back and listen to like a Doors album and you love it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So why can't you do the same thing with Alan Moore? I don't know. I think they did it better. I don't know. I don't know if music was the right analogy, because I love rockabilly <laughs> and I love classic rock. <laughs> so maybe I should. Oh, I'll do. I'll I'll give you a perfect example, right? Yeah. '80s hip hop, right? Yeah. You hate it. I don't. I can't listen to it. I can. The beats are awful to me. The I like stupid it. nursery rhyme. Hey, my name is Blah Blah. And I'm here to say. Not all of them like that. <laughs> but a lot of them are. Am I wrong? They have that same. Until you got somebody like a Rock Him 
or somebody like that. Eric and then, B. Yeah, and Eric B coming in, switching it up, they changing still everything. Had it like that though, they still had like a cadence to it. I, I know, I don't understand that. The same with Tribe called Quest and De La Soul. They all had a cadence. See, but they came under Rakim, and now I've heard so many people do that so much better. Not only, not well, only I mean, flow wise and like if you if you look at it now, like everybody has the same flow. Pretty much. Not everybody. I mean, even that white guy, little Dicky. <laughs> yeah, he really got into that whole uh, Atlanta flow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But most people sound the same. They may have a different voice. That's why I, when I say 80s rap and I say that nursery rhyme pattern, you know what I'm talking about because so many people did it. Like that, and they had the same kind of beat that. Boom, boom, doo, doo, but you, boom, but you boom, didn't, boom, but you didn't like like Run's House by Run DMC. No, there's the trendsetters because they were they were moving on. Like I recognize it as my something. Ideas. <laughs> Let me, God dang it! Okay, <laughs> the ladies love cool oh James. My God. The trendsetters, the people that changed the way the music evolved. Yeah, I get. I it. can listen to those people. Because I can recognize where it went. Because I can hear it in these other people that came after mm-hmm. them. So I can listen to them, but I, I don't enjoy it as much as uh, Midnight Marauders. Beastie Boys. Yeah, I, I don't enjoy them as much as uh, Black Star or whatever. I get it. Yeah, that's the same way with Alan Moore. Like I recognize he's great. Cool Herc, I recognize you're great. Heavy D. <laughs> Heavy D. There's so many. The Fat Boys. The Disco Iceberg three. Slim. Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow. I can recognize it. Africa Vibata. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, same way with the beats. The beats evolved. And I love those. And now when I listen to those old ones, it just makes you go, well, well, oh. well, you know what they were doing, right? Yeah, it was hard. They didn't have the technology. They didn't have the technology. They were using two records, and they were, they were just hitting the brakes. Yeah. From disco records. That's why Dilla was so great. He didn't have none of that stuff, and he made these incredible beats <laughs> in these most <laughs> crazy ways. <laughs> like, you'd have and, to cut and break and cut and break. Well, not even that. Like, the way Dilla did his music was, was so genius in all ways. Mm-hmm. Because everything sounded so underproduced, but it sounded so crisp. Yeah. It still had the grittiness, but it was still crisp. And, and the way he used the the NPC, it was just another extension of his mind. <laughs> I know if I got you talking about Dilla. <laughs> what? Like, it another 10 minutes. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Anytime you talk about Dilla, it's, it's on. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Dilla, I did get the Schroeder shirt. It's coming to me. Oh, the one from the Peanuts? Yeah, and he's sitting like, there like playing, playing the piano, the MP- but he's playing the MPC. Yeah, and it says Dilla underneath it. How much did it cost you? 23 That's not bad. I'm a rock Plus it. shipping and handling? Yeah, I'm a rock oh, that's not bad. Everywhere. Not bad. At- I saw that Charlie Brown one you had where you had the, the MF, MF Doom, Doom mask. mask. I think I'm thinking I might get that one Bro, too. Bro, that one was clean on. too. I'll be the okay. If you're walking around Lufkin, I'll be the only white guy with a Dilla shirt on, <laughs> walking through the mall, <laughs> and nobody will still know who Dilla is. But I mean, I don't. 
Is it bad, though, that I can't relate to this dude's stuff? Eh, nah. I mean, because I want to try and get it. It wasn't your time era. Maybe that's just it. Like, I try and go like, back and understand what like was Alan happening Moore in the moment. Alan Moore was my time era. You know that. Like, I read his, 80s his Swamp Thing stuff. I read it. It was good. It was really good. But, like, when I read Watchmen, From Hell. I'm trying. Did he do The Killing Joke? Yeah. Yep. Great book too. Yep. What? You're trying to fuck fuck with me. <sighs> you don't think the Killing Joke was a good book? I like the the mythos that it spanned out of it. But you didn't like the book. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic. I know. That's I know. I know. It's not right. Oh my god. How can you hate the killing joke? Look, man, I don't know. I've read so many good Batman he, stories. He made Barbara Gordon a cripple. Yeah. Like, so that's what I'm saying. I enjoy the mythology that came out of it. Drove Commissioner Gordon crazy. Like, you wouldn't have the same kind of Joker that you would have nowadays if he didn't do this. I recognize that. It's so sad. But that doesn't mean I like it. It's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just being real. But you'd rather read Mark Wade. Mark Wade is killer. Have you read his, uh... He did some, uh, what's it called? Incorruptible? I don't care. Oh, man. You've hurt my feelings with this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, I know I know he does good work. He's a really talented writer. I have a first printing of that book. I think I just don't like him, and that's, like, affecting me. I think it's what it is. Yeah, I don't like he's, him. I think he's the first person to ever have a Duck Dynasty beard on the back of a cover of a book. <laughs> Talking about dark magic. <laughs> Shut up, you old creep. Yeah, <laughs> stupid voice. <laughs> we went, okay. This is how messed up our minds are. That is you stopping me every two seconds what? and me having to try to circle back to my voice. What? You were going to say we, we talked so long about this, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's you stopping me. But but then you, you manipulated me with the Dilla stuff to get me on my I wanted, I was going to look rant. at my phone and see what the next topic was. <laughs> so you get me off hey, of man, Dilla. It's just good radio. <laughs> Definitely check out Jay J- Dilla. Yeah. Dilla Dog. Let's see what is our next topic. Right. Are we using the blackface band at the end? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can give you an update. Okay. Update, update, update. So, all right. Sometimes I, you know, only think we're, like, talking to four or five people, right? Yeah. We're talking to 51 or 65. Maybe something like that, right? So Maybe 105. I think it might be a little bit more because as soon as I dropped the blackface bandit, like, three days later... They took off and left. <laughs> the people moved out of that house, bro. <laughs> I think I, re- I think I might have blew up his spot. I think he did. Yeah, he's. <laughs> well, I'm, you did explain that he like he robbed some black kids of their bicycle. <laughs> yeah, and and then you went deep into it. He might have really been a criminal mastermind. <laughs> and now he's moved away. We have no idea where he is. He's in the wind. He's on the run. I think he's probably living on the north side. <laughs> Just gallivanting and robbing more black people of their bikes. 
What if he's like a serial killer and his like methods are evolving? <laughs> now, now he's got just the black face. He gets rid of the bowl cut. He puts like a big afro on or something. What's worse is how big was this kid's head? Oh, he had a big head. He had a big head. Yeah. So they probably use like a like salad a, bowl. He looked like his a, head. He looked like a pumpkin on a pencil. <laughs> Did they? Did he have like the salad bowl style and then probably like the little thing cut in the middle right there? Like Dennis the Menace? Uh, yeah, um, let me think. Or more like Mo. Yeah, he looked like Mo from the Three <laughs> Stooges. Just like flat. Flat? Straight around. Yeah, where it's like the hair is just, there's no life to it. It's just like. <laughs> and then he's coming up to your window with like charcoal dust rubbed all over his face. <laughs> Breathing it out. <laughs> hey, Mr. Your lights out. The only thing that he didn't do was put on pink lipstick. <laughs> I'm like, Al Chilson. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what if, no, but what if his real job what was... What if he comes what after if, me What now? if his real job was chimney sweep? <laughs> <laughs> he did look like a little street urchin. <laughs> Bro, you want to know what's crazy? He was wearing suspenders and <laughs> shitty white shirts. And that big bristle <laughs> Hey, mister, you want me to get you... Sweep your chimney, mister. <laughs> oh, get it real good. And right. get rid of all the babes. You, you want to know what's messed up? <laughs> they might have moved out even before then, bro. Because so I didn't they just let those kids run <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> like, I didn't even know. Like, I, the only reason I knew something was up was because I was outside smoking Mm-mm. at night. And usually you can see their lights on. But there was just, like, no lights on at all. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I come back in the next day. And then I, and then I go outside and I notice all the cars are gone. You know, all the broke-down cars. I yeah, guess yeah. somebody moved them. Yeah, broke-down, like, SUV that was yeah. out there that had a jack underneath it. Yeah. Dude, they had a guy come over, and they uh, they had this, like, crappy Mustang, and they had it, like, the back of it lifted up with, yeah, like, yeah. those... It's not like a lift. Like, uh, a makeshift lift. And they, they had it... put bricks under the tires? No, they had those little, uh, those little ramp tires, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they ramped it up, and then they had something like this big pole, and they like shoved it, and you could see like the front of the car was like scraping into the ground, and this guy had a, uh, the guy had like a, it wasn't like a real welding gun. This is the picture of safety. <laughs> and he was like up underneath it. It looked like he was like welding the axle back together, but he didn't even have welding goggles on, right? Do you think OSHA would have come by and said, this isn't regulation? <laughs> There's nothing regulation about that. He was like, it looked like he was like, welding the tires back onto it, bro. And I was like, man, what is going on? And he, had, he didn't have no shirt on. I bet I know what no they were glasses. doing. They were, they were cutting the, the, the lift springs off so they could make it a low rider. I don't know, man. But, like, and I, the reason I didn't think they were gone was because there was all this garbage in their yard. <laughs> but you're eyeballing, like, their, you say these people are, like, so nasty, but you're eyeballing their grill. Look at this grill. This is a nice grill. It's probably, like, rusted to the bone. We'll see. I'm going to give it a couple more days, and then I'm going to take over, like, imminent domain. <laughs> <laughs> Manifest destiny. You Look at this. All these kid toys are just littered in the yard. They just threw it. And the front door, of course, is wide was open. left wide open. You think that if I just walked in there and just squatted? Look at that. You see that open window? <laughs> there's some there's stuff in there still. 
Bro, they left like bandits. They made they've been that moved. I've done that a few times. Even their uh <laughs> even their Christmas lights. This are is still how on this it. is how you know that they were they were doing like meth or they were cooking like growing marijuana in there. They have the tinfoil all over the windows. Hey man, I got tinfoil on my windows. I sleep at night. I mean I sleep in the day. I gotta keep the sun out. I'm just telling you, that's what most grow houses do. Oh really? Yeah. Well, if you're listening to this, LPD, I do, in fact, have tinfoil on my windows. And, and, and but Chris uh, has a grow house. No, I don't have a grow house. That's just my room. <laughs> no, he has a grow house. Oh, man. It's protected by by a greyhound slash Rottweiler dog named Dog. <laughs> so wherever you are, Blackface Bandit, we mean you no harm. <laughs> Sorry for blowing up your spot. <laughs> named Dog. But I call it Sandra. That is a nice name for her. Are you going to start calling her Sandra? No, I'm still just going to call her Dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's our next topic of the day? Uh, this guy, this regular dude, who gets a head injury and then becomes a musical prodigy. So is that what you call idiot savant? Yeah, the, I mean, they have people who are idiot savants. Because some people get hit on the head and they might speak a whole different language. It's like Fred Flintstone. That's what I was thinking. Hey, Barney. He gets hit in the head and then he becomes like a race car driver or whatever, you know? <laughs> Oh, yes, now he works at the Flintstone Philharmonic. <laughs> so this guy, this regular dude, he's like, he's almost in his 40s. Yeah. <laughs> he was drinking, of course. <laughs> Bonked his head. He jumped into a pool. He dived into a small pool and, and then cracked his head. He comes out. No, they had to pull him out because he, he of course, he's he knocked himself out. Yeah, he was in a coma for like, I think a week. And then he wakes up. And now he can play like beautiful concert classic music on Cres- his piano. What's that called? A crescendo? Yeah, that's when it goes all the way up. Yeah. Crescendos. Yeah, man. So he comes out and then he he said he hears the music in his brain. Yeah. Like he can just like see it. And then he just visualizes it with the keys. Yeah, he's never done it before. He's never done anything with music. But he goes up Watch, to his he piano. he gets to be like a big star. And then, like, the, the one day he plays, like, a big concert, like, he goes back to being a dum-dum. And he can't On it. stage? Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, I don't know how to do this anymore. Just starts doing chopsticks. Yeah. He's like, hey, can somebody come up here so we can finish the song? Bro, it was crazy. Like, it's so crazy that that can happen to somebody. I wish it would happen to me. Just, like, one little twist in your mind. But, you know... And then all of a sudden... You're uh you're a genius. If something. it happened to me, like, like the the genius level thing that that I would get would be horrible. It'd what be you... like the worst thing ever that you could never use. <laughs> you can't stop jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere on the bus in the grocery store. <laughs> No, I don't think that would be it. It would give me... I would He's get the like, genius of masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> I know all the angles. I think I would get, like, a, what's something that nobody uses? Oh, I would learn how to speak Latin fully. <laughs> yeah. Like, I knew the dialect, yeah. and I could write speak it. speak it perfectly. Yeah, and like... Like you were in... The 1500s. They're like, he's so smart. He yeah. can do everything with it. And, yeah. But you, he can't use it. You could it. do a whole Catholic sermon. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm an But yet this guy gets bonked in the head. He's an average citizen. I mean, it doesn't sound good because he was talking about how he has these like dreams. No, he has these like splitting migraines, dude. Like all the time. He said it felt like uh like someone took a wedge, like you know when you do for a, when you're splitting wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you just knock it in there yeah. so you can crack it. He feels like that's what's in his brain. <laughs> and he says that sometimes he's just waiting for someone to crack his head open. That's horrible. Yeah, man. Horrible. Migraines are no joke. But what... Alright. You got the mind-splitting headaches. Yeah. That's your drawback. Would you take it if you could have... You could be a genius in something? What, or what would you want? What would I want? Yeah, what would you want to be a master at? You could be a master painter. No. Overnight. No. All right, what do you want? I like my own crappy paintings that, that, <laughs> that look like they either look like they're constipated. Now I make good paintings. I don't need a ma- I I don't need that mastered. I I paint good. Okay, so what do you want to be? Uh, I'll take. You could be like Goya, like insanely good. I don't want that. Alright, okay. Like Renaissance classic. I don't do it. Uh, oh, so I'm sitting there painting Batman at like two hands. Renaissance perfect Batman. He's, 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 he's going to touch God. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bob Kane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it would be Bill Finger. Oh, yeah, yeah, Finger. It'd have to be Bill Finger. Bob Kane, you, you, make, you, you paint him in the background looking like the penguin laughing. No, you make him like the little cherubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I would have to say a superb hockey player. What do you mean, like, you would know Everything about it. I could, like, body movements everything because that's what it's all about right because this guy he has every key in his head and he knows how to work it so that would be your whole body movement yeah but i mean it's not going to make your body a pro athlete's body you're still just going to be tim stuckey but you're going to have all this knowledge i mean you can be like a great coach yeah okay okay what about a fighting style again you still got to condition your body Okay, well, I'll just wake up with a different language. <laughs> Wait, you can still you can still train your body to be a, a terrific boxer. No, I'll go back to the hockey thing. <laughs> you want to be the coach? No, I want to play hockey. <laughs> so you're gonna condition your body? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll be riding out there with. So by the time the you're lights, 45, so you should be ready to go. Oh no, I'll, I'll fast track this like like Captain Kirk did. What if, I mean, what if it was something like you could do like trick shooting? Like, why don't you say golf? I don't care about golf. It's yeah, so you don't have to care about it. You could be great at it and still get all that money. Yeah, no, that's boring. I don't want that. <laughs> but all you got to do is go out there a couple Sundays out of the year and no. win like millions of dollars. No, I want to go out there on the ice. <laughs> you can still do that. You can still do it. You can still train your body. But you're a golf star. No, I don't want to be a golf star. <laughs> it's like be, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I don't want to be like I don't want to be like Phil Mickelson. <laughs> you you hate you hate golf, but you really want to be a hockey player, even though you're not good at it. I don't want to be Phil Mickelson or 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 
or, or have like a iced tea named after me. Arnold no, Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. That was the worst iced tea ever. You could have it made though. You know how much money they make? Or Tiger Woods. What yeah. happened to him? You could smoke that guy. You could put... What happened to Tiger Woods? Oh. He got probably... beat by the little Asian girl. He's banging those whores. And that messed him up forever. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Probably got HPV. You think? <laughs> I don't know. You say most people have that and they don't even know. Really? I was listening to this podcast that that's deep, bro. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to another mom, but but her job is like a she does the biology stuff for biopsies. Right. Biopsy for like pap smears. Yeah, yeah. And most women have HPV and they don't know. They don't tell them? Nope. Why don't you tell them? They're doing the pap smear? Oh yeah, you're clean down there, but by, oh, by the way, you got HPV. <laughs> well, they make vaccines now. Yeah. And it just kind of takes it away. I don't know if I trust getting vaccines. Getting it from dirty toilet seats and shit. I don't know if I trust those. What? Vaccines. I don't know what it is with you and vaccines. Look, man, I don't trust the government. That's all. So you think the government's going to give you a bad vaccine? I don't know. Think they're giving the avian flu through the vaccine to people? Look, all I know is a lot of government people... All those little Asian people wearing those masks (laughs) are just scared for nothing? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) They wear those masks constantly. I always feel weird... All I know is I talk. I hear them always talking about population control, and that's all I can think of. They're just shooting people up in the smoke. You see them with like little white gloves on and a mask, and then they're rolling their. I saw a vine. It was this pregnant lady doing MMA, and her, which was weird enough, but her guy, you know, her one who's putting the little mitts and she's punching his hands. He had one of those masks on his face, (laughs) and I was like, whoa, maybe a. Maybe y'all should both sit this out for a little bit. I mean, you got a baby. You're heavily pregnant. And this guy's got, I don't know, what? Influenza or something. Malaria, maybe. I don't know. You don't need to train. Just chill out. CM Punk got the shit beat out of him. Oh, yeah. We didn't even think about that. Oh, man. This 9-11 stuff, it got me all all teary-eyed. Got you all wombatted up. Yeah. So CM Punk... He's been trying to get in the UFC He's been for trying years and, trying. and years. And Jason David Frank has been in there. <laughs> the Green years. Rangers. He's already been in there and won and beat the shit out of people. Yeah, a couple times. Well, I don't know if it was UFC. I think it was like Strike Force or something like that. Yeah, but he whooped the shit out of people. And he's like, hey, just come on. Yeah, we can fight. Uh, They'll give you a little fight. prestige. Yeah. yeah. But really, he just wants to be He just wants to pounce you. <laughs> he just wants to beat the shit out of people. So now. The CM Punk's been ducking him, and he the finally got one. The first fight he has, he gets. The shit, shit kicked out of him. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I no. just saw all the memes afterwards. Let's make sure he actually lost. Did he lose? I don't know. Let's see. CM Punk. UFC, UFC debut. Yeah. A success. Despite the disastrous results. <laughs> <laughs> so he lost? Yeah. Let's see CM Punk's UFC debut a success despite the disastrous results. Dang, that means he got. <laughs> look, look, CM Punk fights back the tears after loss. <laughs> CM Punk destroyed by a New Jersey fighter in the UFC. I guess wrestling is fake. Oh man, that's gotta suck, man. You wanting something so bad, 
And then you lose. And then you get in there and you get destroyed. I don't know how you come back from something like that. Well. I guess that's what makes you a champion. Maybe. Fighting your way back. You think? Yeah, I can already hear the Rocky music. Dun, 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 No, I don't see CM Punk doing that. Bom, bom. I hate how they always bring him on, like, Comic-Con and stuff. Who's CM Punk? Yeah. I really don't care for him. Yeah, I never really... I was way past wrestling by the time that guy came bag. around. Wasn't he the dude in... Uh, <clears throat> wasn't he on, like, Road Rules or something like that? Or The Real World? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Bro, I always thought that that was No, funny. no, 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 no. That's not CM Punk. It was somebody else. Who? He was in the real world. Who? CM Punk? No. The guy you're talking about. Okay. Let me... The Miz. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. on Road Rules or Real World. Real World. I wonder if it was the one with Christina Pazinski, the one that, that Tom Segura married. Yeah, The Miz. You're right. <clears throat> I always thought it was funny. You know, because they had that Tough Enough. Mm-hmm. Where they were, like, training people to be in the U- uh, in the WWE. Yeah. And uh, none of them ever made a splash. <laughs> but it was just this guy on <laughs> the real world. He's the one who makes it. I always thought that was funny. I Did you watch the first season of the real world? Where, or, or maybe it was the second, the third, where they had that guy Puck? No. That was the bike messenger? No, I never really got into the real world or road rules. I liked the real world. I thought it was okay. But I really liked that Puck guy because he was a BMXer. Bro, that might have been like one of the first reality shows. It was. Yeah. That's Definitely. The, the beginning of the end. For MTV. For And you know what really killed MTV was uh, MTV Spring Breaks every year. That was, like that was really horrible. Yeah, I remember we used to having to watch that because we were so poor. We didn't, we couldn't go anywhere for spring break. <laughs> so you had to watch Polly Shore <laughs> talk to all these cool kids. Yeah, Polly Shore and Carrot Top. <laughs> and Chris Hardwick's dumbass. Boy, jeez, that looks like fun. <laughs> Chris Hardwick's showing up. It's singled out, guys. I oh, yeah. <laughs> spring break edition. Let me get Jenny McCarthy out here. She'll flash a little TNA. Oh! <laughs> I think, and now she's trying to make a comeback with that Donnie. Donnie? What's that? Donnie Wahlberg. She's banging Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah. No way. Uh-huh. She doesn't believe in vaccines their, either. No, and they got their own Which TV makes show. me a little hesitant to be in her camp. Which they put her in. No, no, no. They got their own show now. It went from Wahlburgers to to Donnie and Jenny or whatever. It's like their own show. Ugh, have, yeah, it's so horrible. Do people not have any self-respect? What is wrong with these people? Like, the Wahlburgers was okay because it just kind of focused on that one guy. It's not real. None of it's real. Paul. They make up stupid things. You don't have writers for a show if it's about reality TV. The only one that's kind of close to it, that's unscripted, is the comic book man. It's not, bro. None of think? them are. No. You don't think comic book man's not? <sighs> no. You think they're writing what Brian Johnson says? Because he says some pretty heavy stuff. On no, I'm not saying what they're saying. They write situations. They pick up little things. They're like, hey, maybe you should go to the farmer's market. And they're like, oh, okay. Oh. And then, oh, this is something that could happen. 
uh, they could let out one of the goats could get out of the petting zoo. <laughs> Maybe it can bite Ming on his nuts. So what about the little midgets? What little midgets? You think that's scripted? Oh, I bet they have a ball doing that. Hey, let's put these little guys on a mechanical. <laughs> let's put them on a mechanical ball today. Like you remember that one you watched? What was it called? Pit Boss. Yeah, where's where the little the guy? Pit bulls? Yeah, he saves pit bulls. <laughs> then he rides them around. <laughs> I don't know if he does that, but he should have. I'm just wondering how they, they would script it. Show like, hey, little midget, I need you to get over here and you need to mess with this pit bull <laughs> that's bigger than you and it probably <laughs> eat your brains. That's what they do. They put them in situations. Like, uh... A lot of situations. Yeah. They just, like, come not, up with stuff to, for them to do. Because normal life is kind of boring. Even if you are rich. Yeah. But those, you know, midgets really get money from being, like, elves. They get typecast a lot of stuff. That's why that, that pit boss guy, that's what he was making his money, his side money. Being an elf. On that show, on that, on that reality thing. Like, he has like two or three midgets work with him with the, with the, the dogs. Uh-huh. And they go out at like casting calls to go be like elves or, or this and that. Yeah, but that's the only thing. that's how they had to make their money. It's either elves or dwarves. Not elves, uh, like. Not Hobbits. Like, yeah. When I think elves, I think of like the Lord of the Rings elves. <laughs> You're thinking of like the Santa Claus elves. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking of the ones with the pointy ears. And the little green suits with the little booties. Or gremlins. Yeah, but you gotta think, that's uh, every little person. You know what I've noticed? All going out for the same On parts the at the dead, same time. They never had like midget zombies. That's I haven't true. seen one. That's true. Or crippled zombies. So, so in that world, there's no midget people? Maybe they got all eight. Walking Dead, you need to get on it, man. Get you some midgets in there. They're zombies. Hold on. Wait, is this a, is this the appropriate word for him? <laughs> he used it like a hundred times. I don't know why you would stop now. <laughs> I don't know what this... Is I don't it, know. I don't know which is more demeaning. Midget or dwarf? Or is it... Wait, did we... You remember when we watched that show? What show? With Carl Plumpkinson, and he stuck him with Warwick Davis. Oh, yeah. And he was asking him the same question. <laughs> what did he say? I think it was dwarf. It was. Yeah, but that almost sounds magical. I think that would be kind of cool if you called me a dwarf. If I was, I was little, a midget. I wouldn't, I, want you, I wouldn't want you to call me a midget. I would want you to call me a dwarf. I, what if I just called you the Mad Munchkin? No. <laughs> you know what? I, I, might munchkin, <laughs> I might be able to live with that if I was little. It's the bad munchkin. I don't think it's bad to call one a midget. No. Maybe we need to ask that one guy that's a midget that owns the bar here. There's a there's a little guy. Who, yeah, said, named it, the bar midget. is named after him. What's it called? Wild Willie's. He's a he's a little guy. Yeah. No way. The Willie guy is a midget. I don't I don't club hop. I, I didn't know. I don't either. I don't go to clubs either. But I've always known that his his family bought him the bar and named it after him. He's he's Wild Willie. Yeah. Huh. That'd be cool. He's a local entrepreneur. Yeah. Get him on here. 
berate him about him being a midget? <laughs> don't, don't, I was going to be like, well, maybe he could teach us something. <laughs> but you skip right to berate him because he's little. <laughs> How dare you, sir? It's not your fault that you came out as a little person. <laughs> Ew, look at your gross hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, that Randy Newman song, Short People oh, yes. Have No Reason to Live. <laughs> they got... Little hands and little eyes. How come he didn't catch that? How come he didn't catch flack for that? But then he turned around and made the Toy Story songs. Yeah, so people were like, that's yeah, okay. <laughs> kind of like Roman Polanski. <laughs> framed a little girl, but since he made The Exorcist, everybody's yeah. like, I mean, not The Exorcist, he made uh, Rosemary's Baby. Everybody's like, yeah. he makes good movies. Well, he can he can get out of the country. We can, then we can sacrifice one 13-year-old for good <laughs> movies. Bro, I, I found out, I forgot that he was the one who did that Ninth Gate movie. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that that was him. That fits the description of him. No wonder it creeped me out. Man, I can't believe we did it. What? One hour. Did we even do our last one? When was the last one? Oh, no, we're not talking about that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, that's a lot of trouble. I think we did it. Alright, so we can do plugs. Yeah, you wanna do plugs? Yeah, let's get it. What's new? Uh I watched this movie called I think it's called Memory of Memories of a Murder. It's this Korean movie. And it's like uh based on a true story. It's kinda like their version of the Zodiac. They never caught this guy who was killing people. Oh. It's a really freaking good movie. I like that. If you like if you don't mind subtitles. It was made in like two thousand three, so what have I been playing? What? I didn't say nothing to you. Oh. <laughs> you just zoomed out. You just zoned out in the middle of the plugs. And you saw me looking at you. You're like, oh, I'm, I gotta say something. Or maybe he said something that I didn't know. Oh, what have I been doing? Uh, <laughs> no, dummy. <laughs> I didn't even say nothing. We're still on me. <laughs> No, that's all I got to say. That's all you got? Is that one movie? <clears throat> yeah, man. It's a really good movie. I've been watching Star Trek on the BBC. Oh, yeah, for the Star Trek memorial. Yeah, it's been a uh, marathon. Whole original series. They're not doing the next gen? No, I've been watching next gen on Hulu. Oh, okay. Make it so number one. We must draw the line in the sand here. Look, I saw my favorite episode this earlier far, today. No further. I saw the treble episode. Yeah, that was the one we came in. And I also saw the mirror mirror episode where the ships get crossed and like evil Kirk ends up on one and good Kirk's on the other. Yeah. And they got to come Spock together. Evil Spock has like a, a goatee. What's the one where he gets split in the transporter? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he's like a wild madman. Yeah, I can't tell you. And the madman guys trying to kill cool Kirk. Mm -hmm. But they're like, no, if you kill me, we can't survive unless we're together. <laughs> I've been watching it. That's the one with the neck pinch. Yeah. The very first neck pinch. Dude, I've been, I've been enjoying it so much. I put that in the same way with Alan Moore. It's the OG. It started it all. I just like Next Gen better. I love it. I also love 66 Batman. It works for me. Yeah, it's just a good time. I can watch. Bam! I can Bam! watch. I can watch the Bright Night, and I can watch the Golden Age Kirk. So what's the dance called? The Bad Watch Two Scene. 
<laughs> oh, Adam West's got moves. Adam West loved this Catwoman. She was hot, man. Which one? Both of them. What about the black one? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Both yeah, of them. I like her. I thought there was three Catwomen. Oh, I don't know. Julie Newmar was one. That's all I know. And Barbara Gordon. Redhead. <laughs> Let's see. I started listening to the little dicky guy. Yeah, I turned you on to that guy. I didn't know you were going to take to him so fast. I like him. <laughs> he reminds me of MC Paul Barman. Paul, MC Paul Barman. Yeah. Same um, thing. MC Paul Barman was like a Michigan guy. And he was Jewish. Yeah. And he rapped about being Jewish. Really good. Really. Yeah, and he's kind of got the Bloodhound Gang thing going. Yeah. He's always rapping funny stuff. Mm -hmm. But the, the kid can spit, man. Yeah, man, I like him. Trying to get blue in more states than Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a good line, man. He said something else about, like, uh, he's like the stocks, you can't cut it. <laughs> What was it? I don't know. He said know. something, but he said it's like a man's hair. You, uh, a man. Oh, fuck. Something about you don't shave a man's legs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, go go listen to Little Dicky. Hey, man, check him out. See what you think. Go check out Lebanon Don. Lebanon Don. Got some great beats. Uh, Kelly Portis. Great beats. Beats in my backpack. All one word. Great beats. Candace Major. Great beats. Cannibal beats. Cannibal beats. We use him a lot. Yeah. Who else is good? I don't know which one you're going to pick, but it's probably one of those people <laughs> that you're listening to right now. Yeah. Go check them out. Also, you can hit us at stickingwithstucky at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at CaptainMarvel99. DangerChris88. Same. Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com, backslash, stickwithstucky. You can hit us on Twitter also, at stick with Twitter, underscore stuck. Mm -hmm. That's all I really got. And then we are a part of the New Pod World Order. Yeah. NewPodWorldOrder.com. I don't know how I forgot that. <laughs> you usually say that first, I think that's why. New Pod World Order. We're Check on there. Out. Check them out. They got a lot of cool cool shows and everything. Pop Culture Crunch. It's not going anymore. Pop Culture Crunch is done? Yeah. I guess because they're that's starting why he's, the new ones. That's why he's doing that Soldier of Pod. Oh, alright, okay. Yeah. So he's transitioning to something yeah. else. But you can check that all that think, out. I'm sure on New I Pop I think World the other guy's going to move on and do his own thing too. So. That's cool, man. Yeah. We won't do that. We're too much of Ebony Ivory over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my bad, I was just saying <laughs> I left you. You're like, yeah, we're so good. We're connected. <laughs> hey Debbie, I'm talking about you. Oh, yeah. That's about as bad as when I was like, huh? You spaced out. <laughs> Things happen sometimes. Hey man, we're just, we're just going with the flow. Let's space it out. It's okay. Man. Where are we at? Oh yeah, I got a hip star beat so I can get this fade going. Yeah, bro, you need to. That beard is getting out of control. I'm gonna get this Muslim beard kicking. Ooh wee. I 
really like Starbeams. You look like, you, you, it's looking like you're about to knock over some towers. <laughs> that beard is getting so crazy. My eastern block. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't like that dog. He looks like a refugee. <laughs> I don't like many things in my life. Bro, I'll tell you, you could be like a. You, could look, you look like one of those CIA people who goes in undercover. <laughs> I look like how they killed Jimmy Olsen on the, the beginning of Superman versus Batman. Oh man. It made me so mad. Lois, it's okay. And then they killed Jimmy Why Olsen. is he gonna put it in his phone? That's so dumb. That's the first no, place he, they're he gonna put it in their, he put it in his camera. Oh yeah, that's the first place. In the roll of film. <laughs> and you know who killed him? Who? Who got him killed? That was KGB Beast. Who? KG Beast. Yeah, he was a Gotham villain. Uh, a Batman, major Batman villain. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. He's KG Beast. He like breaks the he's like CIA. <laughs> Maybe you should have hit it better, CIA. <laughs> and then you see Jimmy Olsen's brains <laughs> all over the place. That's a Darwin Award. You should have known better. Jimmy Olsen, get out of here. You should have had your watch on so you called Superman quicker. Alright, man. Tell him like That's it is. That's all the hot air coming out of me. <laughs> Tell him like it is. I'm going to tell you this one more time. Kirk out. <laughs> Why is it so close to the mic? Tell the road that shit Can a motherfucker get a soul clap, bitch? I don't give a fuck, I'm just a grown-ass kid Eyes wide shut, I control that whip I did an interview for GQ, I'm taking a shit I'm into getting cake and wear a snakeskin when I spit I'm in my heyday, people only call me when it's payday If I was drowning, would they save me? As a descendant of the stars, it's only right that I become one Yeah, uh as a descendant of the stars, it's only right that I become one Motherfucker, yeah, yeah, yeah My jump shot got an arc like Noah And ten of every kind of animal could roll up I part water like it's just another ordinary night Every day is clearer that there's more to life You can catch me at the Grammys rocking white sweats It's obvious that I like sex Half Robocop, half Mike Tyson Tatted on my neck This is Captain Bronson live from the flight deck Motherfucker, 
Christ that descended to the stars It's only right that I become one Descended to the stars